0: Boom! Welcome back to the ATG podcast. Two weeks in a row, we're going strong. Keegan, how's it how's it going?
1: Yep, excellent. Thank you. Just did some heels and uh, finally got a haircut, so it's a good day so far.
0: There's nothing like that feeling when you just get a haircut. <laughs> it was life, getting a bit woolly. A little bit better. It had been a while
1: since I since I'd uh, been that woolly, so yeah, nice to get it back under control. How's that coffee?
0: Well, if you got a little cold brew, it can make up for not having a fresh haircut. Um, so yeah, so last night we just booked the ATG Expo. So that's for um, that's for us ATG coaches to get together and try to create, you know, the future of ATG. And I think um, I think the big thing is to learn from the successes and mistakes of other groups. You know, we want. We want these tools to live on. We don't want it to get into an ego thing. And, you know, I I think there's plenty of groups so far that, you know, we can learn from. Um, And at the expo, we'll be filming like crazy on, you know, the stuff that's really important. So let's kind of discuss, you know, the future of ATG right now. Um, I think that getting starting books circulating it's a different educational process of what ATG is, you know? So, so you and I decided we're going to do this ATG dictionary of, you know, an alphabetical list of all the different terms in, that we use and stuff like that. I think we need books in circulation so that people understand what it is. And at the polar other side of that, I think we need gyms around. You know what I mean? Like, man, what I would kill to be able to go anywhere in the world and have a gym that's half sled turf. Half everything else, and be able to train, you know, at my own level, and not have ego involved. So, you know, what, what do what do you see? What's um?
1: I'm leaving it right now. What's,
0: what's the future of ATG? Where where do we need to go?
1: Yeah, I'm living that right now and I, I traveled a lot, you know, during my twenties and during my twenties there was no CrossFit. And so there was no there were no strength and conditioning gyms when you traveled the world. Like there was literally no good gym. There might be a commercial gym, but there was nothing, you know. So it became like look for the local CrossFit box and ask him if you can train there when, when there's no CrossFit on. Like I don't have anything against it, but I've never I've never really liked doing it too much myself. Um, so now I'm thinking it's the exact same thing. Yeah. Same
0: thing as you. When I would travel, I'd find the CrossFit. I'd see if they had open gym hours. And I, I think CrossFit was awesome. But, like, for me, I was trying to train for basketball. So, like, I didn't really want to do the CrossFit workout they had going on each day. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And it's and it, yeah, it's so, it's so good what they've done in so many ways, especially around the diet, lifestyle, community. Like, there's, there's so many massive wins that have come from CrossFit. And I think it's, like, good to acknowledge that because – it is, it is probably in my, in my mind, it's like one of the most important kind of social movements that's actually, you know, perpetuated around the world and, and really made an impact uh, on, on the way the world works. It hasn't really been in the media too much, but they, they've done a lot. Um,
0: There's been so many life changing connections from that, you know, people and friendships. And I could even see it when I would go into those gyms. And I, I really loved that aspect about it. You know, um, it could vary somewhat from place to place, but like you could see the community. And I feel like that is an important, all right. Like what's the ATG system is basically an assembly of things from all different places in fitness, really just to try to correct, you know, the deficiencies that we develop. Well, I would say that something like CrossFit corrects the community deficiency that we all have. Meaning like modern life is not as it was intended to be like we're supposed to be together with extended families and groups and tribes and you know, like that community seems like it was just like a a natural part of human life. And I felt lost, you know, without communities. And that's why I'm like, I'm back here in Florida right now. And I thought I was coming for a couple of weeks and (laughs) I'm staying at least till the end of the year, because it's like, it's priceless to be able to go to this gym each day, not a commercial gym, but a gym where, um, you know, I'm not going to get looked at weird for, for doing these exercises and be with my friends, family. I'm training my mom, my dad, you know, like it's a place where everyone in the family can go and be able to train at their own level. And meanwhile, us young males are getting, you know, the most, you know, soreness of our life and getting insane gains yet at the same time, my mom and dad, are totally winning. So like to me that's to me that's priceless. So it's kind of like we're supposed to fly out today and I was just like why would I want to leave this, you know?
1: What what difference do you think it makes to your training uh, intensity, volume, focus? Like what difference is it making specifically to the way you train if any compared to back in LA?
0: Well, I think there's something about having really good training partners because if you think about when you lift weights and stuff like that you're getting your body to do an action so like you're really looking inward but then when other people are doing it with you you kind of get to look outward so it gives this sort of um back and forth like how fun would it be to play basketball by yourself i'm not saying you couldn't do it i was an only child and i i got pretty good playing by myself sometimes but it's not the same you know like no one's looking back on like their fond memories of the game winning shot they hit in an imaginary game with themselves. You know, (laughs) I mean, it would actually be really healthy if you could do that and create your own games and your own energies, but it just doesn't seem to be how life works. So at the end, I mean, at the end of the day, like how many people going to the gym are going to win an Olympic gold medal in weightlifting? You know what I mean? Like it's at the end of the day, you know, I feel like the attitude and, and how happy you are doing it, it's going to have more to do with the long-term results, you know?
1: hundred percent. And I, I, that is, if you look at why CrossFit has got amazing results relative to what came before it, you know, before there were community gyms. Now that, I mean, CrossFit's just one that spawned like, Hundreds or thousands of different brands of kind of community gyms, but clearly community gyms get much bigger results than Globo gyms because to go to the Globo gym, you're almost battling against a negative environment uh, a, a lot of the time, where people you know you're worried about people looking at you, etc. And it just feels that you put your headphones in and you don't look at anyone. Maybe you have a few buddies that you chat to. Like it's not all that bad. Like some people like it to an extent. But if you looked generally at the kind of results people are getting, um, that community aspect is huge. And we, we have those mirror neurons as well, right? So if you're watching someone do something really well, like you, you are learning as well. And, and that's part of like the process. You can't watch someone succeed without being impacted by it in, in some way. Like we, we are heavily impacted by mirror neurons you're seeing that now with you know onyx they're, they're just they're wired in and they're doing the things that they're that they're seeing and that never stops it's just we we kind of uh, lose awareness of it as we grow as we grow older
0: yeah and and being in la i got to be with a lot of successful people and what's really wild success got to train some guys who had built tremendous amounts of muscle mass and stuff like that that does not equate with happiness i mean guys who will tell you privately how much they battle with depression, yet they have the years of hard earned, you know, success that we think guarantees us happiness. Only now they're struggling with like clinical depression, you know what I mean? Like, so that community aspect is missing. And when you go to the gym, and it's a, it's a, you know, a contest against what looking cooler or benching more than everyone else in the gym. And, and you know there's mirrors every i mean maybe an maybe part of the atg gym concept is that there's no mirrors in the gym too um because that was one thing people were always surprised about when they would come to atg no mirrors um but i mean here's something for sure you and i trained together in you know early spring of 2020 i mean that was the best gains i ever had you know um you you were in, in incredible shape yeah, and, and we but we were making gains at such a rapid pace, you know? And it's not just gains, but it was like like tendon health at the same, you know what I mean? Like, and that's kind of um with ATG, it's almost like every time you come across something that's gonna be an extreme, it's almost like we're going in the wrong direction. So even with the mastery of, say, group training sessions, I feel like an ATG coach would also want to master being able to have tremendous one-on-one personal training with people who need that you see what i'm saying so it's like yeah i think designing a gym i think people don't realize i've talked to you know like four or five gym owners recently all of them losing money like people don't realize how tough it is to have a gym but yes. none of them and then the ones i you know that i see doing really well you could have a gym you could do personal training sessions for higher prices which is not a bad thing meaning like a lot of people want to afford you know like they, they happen to have a higher income and they they actually like paying people higher. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like a bad thing. And then also have really successful group training also have really successful open gym training. You know what I mean? And that's, that's part of it. Some people even like, I like, you know, how I told you, I would, I would like to be able to travel the world and and still just like, you know, um, be able to stick on the, on whatever, you know, program I'm doing, you know what I mean? And, and, um, and, and then also you build diehard members that way. And then they want, they naturally, they ask you for programs to follow when they're gone. And that's, that's actually how my online coaching started was I had a buddy. It was, it was a combination of two things. And one of them was just the amount of people who love training at my gym so much that when they would leave, you know, a few people moved or athletes would go off or, you know, um, They were begging me for programs. They wanted to keep. So I actually had a whole thing where I would snapshot the workouts in the gym every day and I would be sending them out. That was really how the online coaching was born was just that people people could be anywhere and do the workout that we were doing in the gym that day. And people absolutely loved that. And at the same time, I had a friend who was like really struggling with his knee. And in his case, I made him like send me form videos. He hadn't trained at my gym. So he was just like lived in Washington, D.C. or something and wanted to be getting the gains we were getting. But I was like, "Whoa! like if you haven't been, like if you haven't had your form coach by me and stuff, like it's not going to be the same. You know what I mean? So he would send me videos. And then he's the one who said, actually, like you could actually turn that into a into a business. So the point is that from one gym, you can have four sources of income going very smoothly with personal, and maybe there's even more sources than that. Like, I know you've done stuff where, you know, you find a product you're passionate about, and then it's a win-win because people can buy the product from you. You can enlighten them on the product. And then, and then that could be a fifth source of income. And the whole time you're having fun. You know what I mean? Like, this is such a fun job in the scheme of life. We're like, we're so lucky. It's insane, you know, but when you only have say one source of income and you're struggling for finances, It doesn't always seem that fun. You know what I mean? When you have that financial financial stress, any kind of stress like that makes things less fun. But um, I mean, there's four. And if you add if there's some kind of product that you sell at the gym, too, there's five sources of income that all of a sudden I mean, that makes a huge difference on the financial stress. So, I mean, what do you think about all that?
1: Yeah, there's other, there's other stuff like a lot of the coaches that I've worked with end up running like training camps or events. Some of the guys in Australia have taken people over to Spain to go and train, you know. So if you go to Spain, you could actually call on your, your European audience or, or other people to come to events as well. So um, there's all sorts of incomes once you start to think with a more entrepreneurial kind of uh, – option in mind um, a lot of coaches that I've worked with coach coaches now they run camps for coaches they have uh, a coach education program that runs out of their gym um, th- there's so many ways to, to, to build business and to create you know valuable services once you're thinking in, in that direction and I, I think that the challenge is like a lot of people get into personal training because they like training they, they enjoy training themselves and they think oh this this would be a better job than a lot of other things but they haven't necessarily really um, thought about being a business owner and actually becoming, becoming a business person. And that's where I think you run into trouble. If you, if you open a gym just simply because you like training people, uh, then then you can get yourself into trouble. Whereas if you, you know, really take on that idea of, yeah, I'm going to turn this into a, an enterprise, um, then it can be much more rewarding. And I know your gym wasn't like crazy profitable for a lot of your journey. I mean, imagine if it had have been more profitable or if you went to some of these options earlier, um, you know, looking back, I guess you, you know, you'd you leave it as it is, but we don't really want coaches to go through the stress of, you know, am I going to be able to pay the rent, you know, really being under pressure to sign up new clients. Like that's not how, you know, we want it to be. We want to be able to have full gyms. And if we can help ATG gyms to be, to be full, to have a great reputation, to have the, a phenomenal service, then, you know, to me, that's a dream come true. If, you know, I, I was aiming for that long before I, before ATG even existed, I think that was like something that I was writing down of like, global network of awesome gems where people know they're going to get a phenomenal uh, support and uh, it's, it's now becoming a, a real possibility. Like we've got hundreds of coaches in the network. We have a simple
0: yep. design for how to start a gym, which is actually very cost effective. Yep. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's it. it there's there's um, there's a real possibility of this happening now, and it's and it's a real scenario for me. Like I'm here in Montenegro. I was looking at where the closest CrossFit gyms are, and I'm looking at what, what are the gyms in town here. I'm near sort of the biggest city on the coast, and uh, you know there there aren't a, a ton of options. You know, if nope. ideally, and if we, we have our way, you know, what we're
0: talking about would be more profitable than any of those gyms, and would be more life changing. Like here's an example. So when I started ATG, my strategy was to have just an athlete training gym. and my strategy was to try to get the top pro athletes, right? So I thought like okay, I'll just um like Charles Pollock when he lived at home when he started his training career, and he would just go offer his services for free to like national level athletes. So yep. that was kind of like my original thought on it. So that's what I was doing. but for example, like my parents, wanted to come work out and i really didn't have anything for them because it was like the training was like too extreme you know what i mean it was like athlete training whereas now think about the profitability now that i can train anyone you know what i mean and i could train them personally but we also have a framework particularly with this atg essentials program now where you can have we're having tremendous group sessions yet it almost is very personal because the idea is that you can have a group session that it's simple that every movement is correcting modern human deficiencies and that every single movement scales so that anyone who comes in can get a life-changing workout and that's from top to bottom you know not just at the bottom but also at the top and so so and that's just within the group concept then on a personal level my god the sessions are you know so much fun and, and incredible to deliver to people and and the value you can even feel it when you deliver you know when you really know your ATT tools and you deliver personal training you feel good about what you're delivering Whereas if you only know how to d- deliver a group class, you might not feel good about delivering a high priced personal training session. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and vice versa, if you don't have a system that's simple like this, that you could have a group, well, then you're missing out on that whole market. And then you're kind of, you know, always, uh, you know, stuck in the rut of having to just find more personal training clients and stuff like that. Whereas the group stuff has, is just much easier, like word of mouth, you know? Um, Then then, you know, factor in open gym membership because someone could come in any time of day and do the workout. You know what I mean? Say they got a few personal training sessions to master the forms, and then they could come into the gym and do it. Then you're making money when you're not even there. And then these people love it so much that they want to keep doing it when they're gone. And now boom, you have a fourth source of of passive income coming in just off just off the existing stuff you're doing in the gym, making some simple. I mean, I think I started on on Google Docs. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, you know. The the point is you've already built the relationship in the gym. So now the person travels and then that will lead to some, the person who moves, you know, uh, to the other side of the country, but is winning. And then their friend wants to do it. Now you have, you know, you're kind of building, you know, just more and more with that. And then as you said, there's even seminar, you know what I mean? And then there's, there's even more, if you have a really successful gym like that companies will want to market with you. So now you could have like, like we're doing our weekly podcast. I'm sure we could easily find someone who wanted to market, you know, some, you know, a product that we use in our system and sponsor the podcast. You see what I'm saying? There's another source of income and it could be a local business or whatever. So it's like, it really spreads from there, but it's on the coach to be able, it starts with what the gift of being able to give anybody a life-changing session at their own level. You know, that's, that's what we're after. And then think about the gym we've described. Now with that open gym concept, and we have bumper plates, barbells, and this mat, and an elite CrossFitter would love training at that gym. You know what I mean? And going and doing his like so, his or her workout. So there's really like there's no one who couldn't benefit from that model. You know?
1: Yeah, I think people listening to this band they're going to be like, sign me up. How does it work? Can I just open an ATG gym in in my city? Like they're going to be at least a hundred people who listen to this and go. I really want to be in on the start of this because it's, it's obviously going to work.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, you and I have to make that. So it's smooth. You know, we always, you and I both always have the same strategy, which is that we want things to succeed and we understand those have to be businesses, but we want people to get a value that is in excess, you know, of what they're paying for it. And I think, I think right now we have much less concern on that and much more concern on being able to travel around the world and have ATG gyms. You know what I mean? And from a from a technical perspective, like the way I see it on my end, we have this we have this unbelievable web development team. I mean, we could be having we could be using, let's say there was like a monthly membership or something like that to be an ATG gym. We could be making that so far in excess by making it so easy to find gyms, even doing like online ads in their areas for the gyms. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We just want ATG to spread and, and grow and Be there for life rather than trying to, like, you know, squeeze all the juice, you know, out of things all at once. Your
1: Instagram, your Instagram is already a powerful advertising tool. If, uh, you know, if it becomes that someone can click somewhere on your Instagram page and find their closest gym, like, any gym owner who's interested in working with athletes or loves ATG, you know, uh, and loves ATG, then they, they want to be, you know, they want to be on that list. It's 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 just a, an obvious sort of conversion, especially when you know we're not going to charge, you know, we're not looking to make it a hundred thousand dollar a year um, subscription yeah. or trying to, you know, it's it's not a money thing. It's this this needs to happen because the world needs it, and we want to be able to visit these people all over the world, and we want to have a lot of friends who are doing really well in business, and it's going to further the system as well if there are coaches who are able to work this stuff full time and give their feedback and, you know, the data collection side of things through the app um, could become just the the best research ever. People are always hitting me yesterday. Someone was hammering me about where's the research behind short rest periods. And um, you know, this is going to be the solution if we can have hundreds of thousands of people using the app and using certain training programs and and mapping what adaptations are happening. I mean, it's a bit of a fantasy at this stage, but it's possible. Track
0: Everything exactly an affordable app to track everything for you um, no. you know so so yeah it's, it's a full spectrum where no one no coach no gym no person is ever gonna be put into financial stress to be a part of it you know what i mean um and because you can do so much more business this way like an atg gym i could call my uncle and be like hey there's an atg gym near you there's a place you can go get a great training session you see what i'm saying so it's like, oh, your kid is an athlete who wants to get a scholarship. Awesome. There's an ATG gym. Near. I mean, it's like, oh, you, you know, your, your grandma is trying to, you know, rehab. Awesome. There's, you know, an ATG gym. So it's like you can do so much more business from that style of a gym. Um, so it's like, you know, anyone trying to do that is going to be having like financial freedom. And then the people attending aren't going to be having, you know, when you're, How do you explain it? Like when you have, um, you know, you just want to get a bigger, a bigger pool to potentially be clients rather than trying to take your existing clients and bleed them dry, you know? 100%.
1: 100%. Yeah, that's the benefit of having the open gym and having the group classes. Then you're never going to be in shortage of people to work with one-to-one or people for your staff to work with one-to-one. Like it's it's just a strong business model, especially if you look at having the marketing machine of, you know, knees over toes guy and ATG that that endorses what you do. Like there's never been such a powerful endorsement in the world of um, strength training. Like that, that I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's just a fact. <laughs> it's the facts. You know, Greg Glassman is a phenomenal, you know, it's phenomenal what he's done, but he could never do what, you're you're gonna you know what you can do for for the local gym uh, in terms of you know what you're doing with yourself and, and the ATG coaches themselves like there's so many guys who are just phenomenal athletes phenomenal you know people and they they really really know their stuff so you know it's it just puts in a strong position of what what can, you know, what people are looking for when they look for a coach, when they look for a gym, and um, it's just going to take some time, I guess, to mature the network. And, and we want to make sure coaches are um, educated and, you know, that there is going to be a high quality of service so that it's not so hit and miss. I think, you know, I don't think it's speaking out of turn to say that CrossFit was a little bit hit and miss in the early days where it was a weekend seminar and then you could go and open up your box and um, I, it, it's come a long way. And there are so many phenomenal coaches, you know, like Marcus Philly and, and guys like that who've been through the system of CrossFit, you know, phenomenal. And I know like there are a lot in ATG for coaches as well who who have CrossFit boxes, you know, Torben Keller and these guys, there's they're, extremely knowledgeable coaches, you know, Kevin Simmons working with world champion weightlifters is a CrossFit background. And now he's an ATG coach. Um, I'm definitely not saying CrossFit CrossFit
0: coaches. are. You bring up a good point. A CrossFit gym could easily be an ATG gym too. You know what I mean? It just means that you also offer where you don't have to learn necessarily technical, you know, type exercises, you know, like it's a, a CrossFit gym could easily be an ATG gym. And I think that's what's cool about it. Honestly, A powerlifting gym could be an ATG gym. An Olympic weightlifting gym could be an ATG gym. And it would only add, it would only fill out their their day, add more sources of income. So many of our best success stories are from, I mean, they're from people in other sports. You know what I mean? Because ATG really is just like, we're just trying to make a system to correct, you know, modern human deficiencies. And now that does still allow for things like squats and chin-ups. And like, it doesn't mean that you can't, And and I mean, with the sled work, you just get an unbelievable shape. So it doesn't mean that you can't have muscle and a six pack from it. You definitely can have muscle and a six pack from it. And it creates a a stable foundation, but it also doesn't mean that you would not be allowed to do more than that. You know what I mean? Like there would be no, so I I think, um, I think we need a sort of ATG gym code. You know what I mean? Like someone should not be, someone who wants to bodybuild or powerlift or Olympic weightlift or CrossFit, that would never be looked down upon or argued against. You see what I mean? Whereas <laughs> that is kind of what I would experience is that there was a difference at some CrossFit gyms where they would kind of embrace me that I was, I was in college as a basketball player, you know? So it's like I, and, and the team wouldn't at first wouldn't let me do my own training. So I had to go find like local CrossFit gyms and stuff like that. So I could still have, you know, I like, I was able to find a sled and this and that. Yeah. So, um, so it, it really varied on the place. Some places they just wouldn't let me do anything except the CrossFit workout of the day. You see what I mean? And, and then other places, you know, actually embraced me and, and, you know, would, would compliment that I was in there and trying to work on myself, you know, to support my, my basketball. So I, I do think that would be an important part of the code is that we don't discriminate at all on the sport, you know? and on whatever else, you know, the the gym should have barbells and bumper plates and whatever that local, you know, community and local athletes need. Um, But it would still be your ideal gym is still half, half sled turf, you know what I mean?
1: I, I could see some guys getting super creative with having some ability to play ball sports inside their gyms, you know, using the turf, if they have a bit of a bigger gym, maybe playing some ball sports inside the gym or, or even having a, a kids program that has some, you know, some gymnastics elements and coaches, you know, they're coaches from all sorts of backgrounds within our community. Some of the guys really know their, Uh, gymnastics, or it it could go uh, where there's quite a diversity of what you can expect. Like the ATG basics will be there, which is very simple to get. And then, you know, guys might decide to really be more specific if they want to get really into sprinting and they have their speed gates and they have their, you know, that sort of thing. Or I I can see uh, a huge variation between the gyms, but with that common underpinning of um, being able to deliver the ATG system.
0: That's such a good point. And I remember when I was only trying to be the athlete gym, Profits would be really high in the off season and then it would be really a struggle in season meaning when athletes go back out to their colleges and pro teams and stuff so the point is like now you know so i think i think as part of the code is like let's take like the atg essentials program where it's just it's sled plus two movements that you can really coach to perfection and and any coach could probably submit and have approved like i have i have a version of it out right now but that doesn't mean that it's like the only version that there could be you know what i mean that what it follows is that you're correctly getting in sled work and two motions that ideally you know non-conflicting motions like you might not put like um you know pull-ups and cross crossbench pullovers in the same session because you would just be like you know it, it kind of like a logical superset you know yeah. sled plus sled plus a logical superset to correct you know some kind of you know modern human deficiencies or things we need, you know, for survival and every ingredient would have to scale. But the point is like to be an ATG gym, yes, you, you would have to offer at least the ATG essentials. You know what I mean? Like someone would have to be able to go there and be allowed, you know, to do that and have the space and equipment to get in those, you know, those essential exercises.
1: Yeah. I love it.
0: Yeah. It's pretty exciting. I'm about to, um, it's nine forty-seven. And at 10 a.m. every day, I've been hosting my staff and training here. Uh, my mom and dad come in. My friends who, who hate working out, you know, are coming in and having incredible sessions. And then on this Saturday, I'm going to be opening up actually to family of my staff. So that's where, like, bring in your most broken down, you know, bring them in. And I'm going to train them on Saturdays. So that's why I'm not leaving Florida yet, because um, it's just too fun for me and let's face it, my role in ATG, a huge part of that is, is marketing. And so this allows me the best of both worlds. LA is good for marketing, but here I still have, you know, my, my awesome film guy, you know what I mean? So it's like here, I can still, I can still put out marketing and yet I can just do it by organically going to the gym and trying every day to give people life-changing sessions. So, um, man, it's a tough, it's a tough lifestyle to beat when you love fitness and you're helping people but at the same time with this gym concept with this gym concept it would be a career whereas most of the crossfit owners i talked to financially they had to have other sources of income you know what i mean like one was a firefighter another one had like a little tech company you know what i mean like for most for most of them the crossfit was a secondary source of income that was not enough it was not enough to sustain them as a career nor actually to pay any of their staff career-type earnings. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with ATT Online, all my staff, they have careers, and I would want someone to get into opening an ATT gym unless it was a career. Now, funny enough, it's still an easy gym to run based on these things, and so um, someone could still have you know, other sources of income and really do well financially. But I would I would want, you know, what we've outlined today gives an ATG coach the opportunity to open a gym and actually have it a career, you know, and and make six figures or, you know, it depends where you are and what the inflation and currency is. But you get my point. We're, We're trying to create an outline where these gyms would be very sustainable because they would actually create careers for themselves and anyone that they would have to hire to run it.
1: A big factor was the crowding out as well in CrossFit. You know, they they didn't put any restriction on. You know, one of the coaches would would you know get a big reputation in the gym, and then they would go, okay, I can go and do this myself, and they would move down the road and and open up another gym yeah. and. In some ways, that was great because it propagated, you know, the the system. But in another way, it made it really difficult for someone would just start to get to a strong point, and then one of their staff would do that, and then another one of their staff would do that, and it sort of became this cannibalistic um, kind of a of a system from that business perspective. So, I mean, that's something that we can we can think about because I personally would not want to, you know facilitate that sort of a, of a, of a journey for, for gym owners. Um, but there's are things exactly. for us to consider and for the coaches to bring forward, you know, how they want it to work as well.
0: Yeah. And, and, and that would be part of the code is that, you know, it's like, there is something to do with respect. And, you know, if someone opens a gym in some place, we're not going to have a gym across the street, you know, yeah. um, you know, and it's, and it's really simple. Someone could take everything we're describing, And they could call it whatever they want, you know, like we want these kind of gyms, but our job is that if something's going to be called an ATG gym, then it would have to follow, you know, certain guidelines, certain codes of conduct and respect for other gyms. And again, you won't have as much problems too if someone opens a gym and now when you need to hire someone to work for you in that gym, you're now giving them a career, you know, and and who knows what they will, you know, grow into in terms of how much personal training they have, how much they're making the group classes commissions they're getting on different sales. You know what I mean? So the, the idea wouldn't be that only the owner would be able to make enough, you know what I mean? Um, so I, I think, I think we've got a good starting model with this and yeah, we, we want, we want to spread these. So if some coach really did want to open a gym, we wouldn't want to stop them either, but they would have to find a zone, you know, that was approved beforehand so that it wouldn't be conflicting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that just makes a lot of sense to, to be able to respect those that are, that are out there. And as long as coaches are doing the work and they're, they're getting better, then there's no reason why any gym should be, you know, um, not, not getting the results that we want to get.
0: Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, killer work. I am hopping in the car to go get in Wednesday's flexibility session. So. Enjoy your yeah, session. That means, that means sleds yeah. followed by flexibility. We had, I got to tell you, it's a funny note because you remember coming to do ATG and hitting the sled. And um, one of the ATG for coaches who came to Sacramento to support, he came yesterday and um, I actually filmed it live of him doing like a real sled push-pull with me for the first time. I just put that on YouTube. Um, Absolutely amazing guy. But it's like, it was so eye-opening for him doing like actual standard ATG sled work. Like, (laughs) It, it was it was pretty cool.
1: So cool, yeah. It's a it is yeah. a whole new world. All right, I'll, I'll let you get on with that, and we'll we'll chat soon.
0: All right, awesome work. See you, brother.
1: See ya.